This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. About to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I'm not saying that because I'm uh, ready for a couple days off. I'm just saying it for uh, playoff football because I'm really looking forward to some NFL action, if you will. Welcome to it, everybody. We've got a lot of stuff to get to, uh, some really absurd things, some outrageous things, some funny things, and I promise you I will make fun of and ridicule those in power, uh, regardless of the party, because uh, they need it, right? Don't they need it? I do have to kind of chuckle, though. Did you guys see <laughs> yesterday Jill Biden, who, by the way, uh, is America's first ditz? Uh, and the reason why I say that is because, uh, you know, she says stuff like this. So say it with me. See? Yeah, there you go. Well, Jill decided to go out and do a speech, and they said, you know, hey, Jill, you ought to go uh, speak at a, at a high school in suburban Salt Lake in, uh, in West Valley City uh, because the school there is named Hunter High School. Did you know that? Yeah, Hunter High School. So, you know, given that the uh, First Lady's eldest stepchild, who's 53, uh, has become synonymous to millions of Americans with drug use, an image of her speaking behind a podium with the words, Hunter High. <laughs> went viral on the uh, social media platform uh, x yeah biden who is a community college teacher and a doctor by the way wow did not mention the irony during her remarks to the school so instead she stumped for her uh, husband's re-election campaign and uh, then behind her there's a big banner and it said hunter high school but it just cut off the hunter high it's just you know what god has a sense of humor i mean honestly i really do if you think this is a, a battle between good and evil and you look at the policies and what the president of the united states has done to the country uh pretty evil stuff opening the border you know flooding the country with fentanyl i can go on and on and on but uh, maybe this is part of the god has a sense of humor thing kind of like what god has done to davos and, and done to america with evs and uh, you know the global warming cooling murder hornets ozone hole acid rain you know whatever uh god is kind of going you know really you think you can control the climate let me show you how to control the climate you know that's that's what i gotta say and then there's this joe biden goes out yesterday and he's touting bidenomics they're still touting bidenomics 
I know, I know. And and the, the amazing thing is they think you're stupid. They think you don't understand it. They're so out of touch with your reality, which is every day getting up and going to your job and going, how in the hell am I going to afford anything? And going into the Walmart, realizing it's too expensive to shop at Walmart, so you're getting your groceries at the dollar store. They don't understand that. They don't understand you working two jobs. They don't understand you working three jobs. All they know is their little cocoon in Washington, D.C., where they're getting their little Tesla and they drive to Whole Foods and get their tabbouleh and their field greens and then they go to their offices. They don't understand what's going on. So he goes to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, goes to this uh, this uh, cookout restaurant in Raleigh. Apparently, they're really famous for their burgers and milkshakes, uh, which you shouldn't eat beef because it's going to cause the global warming and the climate change. But anyway, he arrives at this restaurant. <laughs> And he's going to go speak about Bidenomics at the Abbott Creek Community Center. And, and he walked in barely unnoticed by the people in the restaurant. Oh, and he announced $82 million in new in investments in, uh, in uh, uh, capital projects to uh, connect 16,000 North Carolina homes and businesses to high-speed Internet, even though uh, most of the places have it. But, you know, this is, uh, this is that Rooseveltian kind of uh, a New Deal kind of crap that the Democrats can't seem to move on from. They always they create uh, work, but they never create jobs. So anyway, he goes to this restaurant and he orders a bacon cheeseburger, uh, french fries, and a black and white shake. That, that, I think he divided the two colors just to make it, uh, you know, racial. But anyway, he gets a black and white shake, and he's standing there, and uh, they made a mistake of putting the menu board behind him versus when he visited there uh, just a f- couple years ago, three years ago when he was there. And, uh, and then somebody took a picture and put it on the uh, interweb, and it says here, thanks to Bidenomics, the cookout tray cost 28% more than it did three years ago. And they literally put up the, uh, the sign of the menu board when Biden there was there the last time and when he was there this time and there's this thing called a cookout tray and it's a it's a uh, like a burger and fries and the combo thingy and it was uh, 5.99 when uh, Joe Biden was there and now it costs $7.69 so there you I don't know if you've been to McDonald's like have you been to McDonald's lately because I got a family. My son moved out, but you know, I'll occasionally go to Mickey D's for the family. If you go and you just buy menu items like a, a meal combo, like quarter pounder meal deal, quarter pounder now is $7.69 by itself. All right. Then you get the combo, it's like 12 bucks. So you're going to go to uh, McDonald's and get dinner. You're thinking, hey, man, you know, used to be able to get out of McDonald's for 20 bucks for a family for maybe $25, uh, 40 42 $45 now. Isn't that amazing? And you know, the Democrats have this thing where they project and then projecting. Remember, when you're outraged by their projection, when they say something and it's actually about you and it actually is about them, that's called projection. They, they try to switch the argument on you. So they say that, you know, the, the Democrats hate black people, uh, Republicans hate black people, when in fact the Democrats are the ones who always underestimate black people and always want to keep black people in their place and give them the, the least that they can to keep them dependent on the government. It's that kind of thing, right? So Joe Biden, he decides to uh, talk about the economy yesterday, and he says, all right, in, in the midst of this economic malaise that we're in, 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 you've got literally San Francisco is a bleep hole supreme now. Uh, you've got homeless encampments, massive fentanyl ODs in, in San Francisco, set a new record. Uh, uh, Seattle's a cluster bleep. Uh, Portland is that. New York City is that and all that. And yet Joe Biden decides to call Donald Trump, Herbert Hoover, 
Uh, for you Gen Zers, I'll explain what that means in a second. My predecessors like to say, America is a failing nation. In my face, bless me, Father, for his sin. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, he says that Donald Trump is trying to say the nation is a failing nation. No, it's not. Not until he became the president. A failing nation. And by the way, did you hear he wants to see the stock market crash? Yeah, I'm sure he does. Because he does not want now. We're doing well. He acknowledges by that we're doing pretty damn well economically. No, no, we're not. And, uh, and neither the people. Even gotten better. He wants to see the stock market crash. You know why? He doesn't want to be the next Herbert Hoover. As I told him, he's already Hoover. No, buddy. You, my friend, are already Herbert Hoover. Hoovervilles, that's what uh, San Francisco is now. Here's Jim Gossett. It sucks to be you. Come on. Joe Biden, you're through. It's Friday, yeah. Your polls are way down. You look like a clown. Nobody trusts you. Hooverville, yeah, you bet. You're incompetent, rude. You know why you're Hoover? Because you Proves suck. you are a tool. Vacuum cleaner, Hubert. A George Soros pawn. You need to be gone. You sound like a fool. Oh, you will be. Inflation's obscene. Like nothing we've seen. You're shifting a flame. It's really lame. All the smoke screams. Big finish, come on. You've been in DC for way too long. On everything you, you have been wrong. It sucks to be you. Incompetent you. It sucks to be you. Let's go to the big finish, shall we? Or the mom and dad. Or, 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 or the neighbor. Or when you... No, I, I, I really mean it. Nobody else could be this bad as president. You are quite sad, Biden. It sucks to be you. You haven't a clue. It sucks to be you. <laughs> And then there's this, because uh, not only um, can Joe Biden not uh, go to the bathroom by himself. I mean, it's very clear. It was funny. I, I got online yesterday. I was talking about, uh, uh, oh, James Carville. James Carville says that <laughs> he said that Ronald, or, or that uh, Donald Trump, he had a couple of uh, little things on his hands, little red dots on his hands. And James Carville said, oh, yeah, that is advanced syphilis. And I said, well, you were with the Clinton administration for, for a number of years, so I'm guessing you probably know the symptoms of syphilis. You could see him a mile away. Way. That said, uh, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, but Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden uh, can't do anything by himself, and let alone he doesn't even do his own tweets. Now, duh, I don't think he even knows what Twitter is. To be quite honest, I doubt that he uh, posts stuff from his cell phone. I think he probably has a has a cell phone or something that is like an old flip phone or something. But anyway, uh, Joe Rogan uh, uh, found out and, and shared yesterday that uh, apparently Corinne Jean-Pierre appears to be pulling the strings on uh, Biden's social media accounts. Worst White House press secretary lady ever. But she got caught tweeting as Biden. I mean... On her account. She forgot uh -oh. to switch accounts. No. Yes. Oh, Jesus. You didn't see that? No. Uh, investing in America means investing in all America. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. Like, <laughs> no. So she's tweeting no. as the president. Yeah, she tweeted as the president because, you know, that's, that's, that's the way. I don't think there was any doubt that Donald Trump was doing the tweeting, right? 
before the federal government and uh, Twitter worked together to uh, take him off Twitter. Yeah, and it, that's what happened, by the way. Yeah, I think I think Donald Trump did all of his uh, his tweeting himself. It was fairly obvious. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, by the way, um, the three former attorneys general have filed a brief insisting Trump is constitutionally qualified to appear on the ballot. This includes Bill Barr, who I mean, honestly, needs to be investigated. Former Republican attorneys uh, Edwin Meese and uh, Michael McKenzie, as well as several law professors, comprise the, the amicus in the. Trump versus Anderbury, blah, 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 and basically said um, that uh, Donald Trump cannot be taken off of the of the ballot. Uh, the, the the court's decision in Colorado was a misrepresentation of the clause it upheld, blah, blah, blah. And so you got that. You got you got that. And then the polling, you know, uh, New Hampshire's uh, big uh, primary is coming up here and it's an open primary. So a lot of Democrats are changing their party to vote for Republican to vote for Nikki Haley. That's just happening. It really, it is. It is happening. That so a lot of a lot of Democrats want Nikki Haley as a candidate because they know that she can't win. All right. And by the way, uh, Nikki Haley isn't going to be the candidate because nobody from no Trump voter is going to vote for Nikki Haley no matter what. I, I don't care about criminal charges. We've got those, but any any convictions. It isn't going to matter. But that said, let's look at the polling here real quick. Uh, it looks like uh, Donald Trump out in front of, of a number of different uh, surveys. The St. Elmselm poll shows that uh, Donald Trump has majority support, 52. Uh, and then uh, you got uh, Nikki Haley down 14 with 38 points, 38%. Uh, Haley holds an advantage under uh, uh, independence, 52 to Trump's 37. Okay, sure. While Trump leads Republicans with a 40-point advantage over, over Haley. And even Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire, he says that uh, Donald Trump will handily defeat former Nikki, uh, Governor Nikki Haley in the Grand Estate. He established a New Hampshire uh, governor. He forecasted Wednesday saying Haley uh, only wanted a second place, a strong second place. So uh, uh, Sununu's saying, yeah, you know, she expects a strong second place. So uh, there, there's that. Now, last night on Newsmax with uh, my friend Eric Bowling, he had the great uh, uh, legendary Glenn Beck on the show. Glenn is friends with Nikki. I don't know Nikki. I don't care about Nikki, whatever. But anyway, here's what Glenn had to say about Nikki's uh, uh, chances in New Hampshire. When you say I'm, you know, um, I'm in second, I'm in third, I have no problem with somebody uh, looking at that and saying, we have to have some delegates. We have to have something in case these radicals put this guy in jail and the whole thing falls apart on us. Um, But to to be campaigning like you're going to win, um, especially when you have Democratic donors giving openly giving to you to stop Donald Trump. I mean, it's just it's it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's go. just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So we'll see what happens. But uh, here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. Uh, Barbara Lee, Congresswoman, uh, pulls a Jesse Smollett on Capitol Hill. I can't wait to share that story with you. Fawny Willis is going to be investigated. And apparently she's going after the uh, wife of the husband whose marriage she broke up. <laughs> This is just choice. So that is all coming up. And I'm, I can't even begin to billboard everything on the show today. But trust me, you'll want to stick around. Let's take a break. This, my friends, is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
years to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. I don't know where you are, but man, where I am, it is cold again today. We got up to uh, 29 degrees, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah, 29 degrees, not quite (laughs) above freezing, because that would be asking too much. Uh, This morning, I go out, it's one degree. I didn't realize it was going to be that cold, so I put my gallon of cold brew out there. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have a coffee sickle this morning, but uh, brutal cold. I know that in our our anchor station, WCBM in Baltimore, expecting a whole bunch of snow. Washington, D.C., of course, uh, uh, freaks out with regard to snow, so everything's shut down in Washington, D.C., which... It's probably a good thing, but <laughs> anyway. Um, so Barbara Lee responded to Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley said, uh, uh, you know, that America isn't racist. And, and I agree. I remember growing up and, you know, uh, you know, I, I grew up with the, the you know, Sesame Street. I, I grew up uh, after uh, Haley and, or, uh, or uh, Captain Kirk and, uh, and Uhura made out on television. It was a big deal to you boomers and everything. But to me, it was like, ah, she's hot. Yeah, she totally, totally would make out with Uhura. Um, nobody thought about it. We had the great American melting pot watching Schoolhouse Rock. It was kids of all colors. Uh, Sesame Street was, uh, you know, black people, white people, yellow people. We didn't care. But this uh, Maoist Marxist nonsense that's going on in the Democrat Party uh, infantilizes people of color, makes them feel like nothing is possible, even though the greatest people of color to ever walk the planet Uh, A very large percentage, I would say a majority of the historical figures, inventors, jurists, athletes, performers came from the United States of America. That's just without a doubt. Honestly, where is the Oprah of Zimbabwe? Uh, where is the, uh, you know, uh, George Washington Carver of, uh, of uh, I don't know, Nicaragua? I have no idea. Anyway, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But Barbara Lee is an old school racist Democrat. And she uh, leaned into America being racist and awful because uh, I guess Jamal Bowman once uh, 40 million black people to get reparations at $330,000 apiece. That ain't going to happen. You know, it's not going to happen. But here is old Barbara, and Barbara starts off talking about how racist everything, and then she says something happened. And, and I'll get to that in a second. Walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, yeah. and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And, you know, we have uh, pens, and I was going to vote. And he blocked me from getting into the elevator and told me I was not a member of Congress, and it was for members only. And, said, and then what? What did you do? I said, sir, I'm a member of Congress. And he, I showed him my pen, and he said, whose pen did you steal? Oh, there you go. He, the, whose pen did you steal? So immediately the white guy at the elevator in the Congress who stopped her, even though she was wearing her congressional pen, said, where'd you get your pen? You must have stolen it. Now, this is an example of what personal racism is. Yeah, you know what? I think it is. I think it's a bunch of crap. I think you're lying. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. It never happened. We made it up. It's a made-up tale. It's a total fabrication. This one was invented by a writer. It never happened. Yeah, there you go. And Democrats have a habit of doing that. Uh, Jesse Smollett was a fine example. Bubba Wallace was another example. There's a loop to pull down a garage door. It's a, it's a noose! And he got all the NASCAR drivers to drive out in front of him like he's some sort of a victim, but he's really a rectum. Uh, let's see. What day did it happen? 
And since every single camera in the, I mean, everything is covered in the Capitol, uh, can we see the video footage to prove that a white guy came up to you, Congresswoman, and, and in 2024 said, uh, you can't get in this elevator? Yeah, he probably had a German Shepherd with him and a fire hose. Yeah, yeah you can't get on there. And, and this is my pen. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Congresswoman. I have pride. Uh, uh, no, you can't get on. Where'd you get that pen? Did you steal it? Yeah. Sure, Barb's. Sure, baby. I'll bet. I will just bet. I'll bet no. Because we always find out that 99% of all the supposed hate crimes in the country that happened uh, didn't happen. They were made up. Starting with, you know, University of Missouri, Jesse Smollett. I can go on and on about it. They're all fake. Because we're not a racist country. Nice try. We're a melting pot. It's the greatest country in the world. And we're getting kind of tired of this racist uh, nonsense, this crying wolf when there is none. Coming up, my friend Rob Finnerty on Newsmax talked to Don Trump Jr. and says who might be the VP. Then also uh, Donald Trump last night on the TNV with a promise for America that's actually positive, unlike what the Democrats are offering. This is the Rob Carson Show. The new year is here and I have an important message for you. Hey, it's Rob Carson. Why don't you give yourself a gift for the new year? The new streaming service, Newsmax Plus. Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. Get Newsmax best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. Even actor John Voight has a special series on there. Plus lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just started and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Watch Newsmax Plus on your home TV or phone app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. So get Newsmax Plus now. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus. That's NewsmaxPLUS.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Be one today. This is Barack Obama, and let me be clear. This portion of the Rob Carson Show is brought to you by my wife, Michelle. I truly believe when electing our next president, she is the right man for the job. And now here's your host, Rob Carson. <laughs> that is uh, Jim Gossett. I think it could be Jim Gossett. Uh, yeah, uh, Marie Antoinette is going to ride in like the cavalry and, uh, and save the Democrat Party from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. Because uh, here they are again. They're underestimating you once again. They're saying that you'll go for the shiny object. You'll go for the you'll go for the uh, the, uh, the you know the the essentially the the black woman is what they're trying to do. They're they're literally they're they're, they're replacing Kamala Harris with her because they don't think you're very smart. They think that uh, that Michelle Obama will ride in and save the day. And you know that uh, Joe Biden's presidency has uh, done anything but make your life easy for you. But they, they think that this popularity thing, they think that's like, this is why they want 16-year-olds to vote. Because uh, if The Rock announces his candidacy, there's a good chance he'd win. <laughs> you know? So we, we got a new uh, Obama, uh, Michelle Obama theme song we'll play here uh, very shortly on the, on the show. There's uh, much, much, much to get to. Uh, Jamie Dimon is a uh, uh, J.P. Morgan uh, CEO. And, uh, and this is kind of interesting because, you know, you got the Democrats panicking, freaking, 
doing everything they can to call you a Nazi, Trump a Nazi, uh, no telling what they're going to try to do before this is all said and done. But it's going to get very big and it's going to get very ugly. And what I would suggest we do while they are doing everything they can to make sure that Donald Trump is not the candidate, you need to make them very aware of what the country will do if they try to steal this election. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about we're just not going to get along. We're not going to play. We're not going to be governable. Uh, and, and we need to do everything we can in the meantime to make sure the man in the White House is impeached and removed from office. His, his uh, abject uh, corruption is out in the open. Everybody knows he's corrupt. Even Democrats know he's filthy, rotten, stinking corrupt. But we have to remind them every single day of this. And, and then you've got people like Jamie Dimon who says, hey, calm down. Uh, this rhetoric is not, rhetoric's not doing anybody any good because uh, the guy who you're calling Hitler did a pretty kick-butt job as president. We've got this great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. Uh, and, but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. Yeah, right? that's true. Ta- tax reform worked. Yeah. He was right about some of China. I don't, yeah. I don't like what he did. No, no, I said China. Remember, remember uh, zero inflation? You remember when, like, it would take years for you to notice the price going up on Pop-Tarts and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden it's costing 50 to 100% more? Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and Duh. I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not- hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Oh, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. It's, it's much to, uh, to hope for, but unfortunately, the Democrat Party always uh, lets you down. They always let you down. They always caterwaul. They always scream. They always say the world is going to end. Uh, and they're always wrong. That's another thing you need to know about it. But they have media dominance. Uh, they have the federal government involved in your social media to shut down uh, uh, you know, any dissent and all of that stuff. But the Democrats are going to change, and the American people are realizing, and this is what I've said. I've said that, you know, it's a big temper tantrum. The left has been throwing a continual temper tantrum. When they don't get their way, they burn down stuff, and they, you know, defund the police, and they do whatever. And, you know, people are just done with it. Just to be quite honest, just kind of done with it, to be quite honest. Here is uh, Rob Finnerty last night, or I should say yesterday morning, talking with Donald Trump Jr., now, yesterday you heard uh, Bruce Lavelle, a very close uh, associate of Donald Trump, and uh, he was a lead advisor for Donald Trump when he was the president, and Bruce Lavelle is also a friend of the show, and he went to Iowa last week and hung out for a few days with the president. And what did Bruce say on my show about who is not going to be on the VP list? Any of the other GOP candidates. He said it. And, and I'm presuming that also means Vivek Ramaswamy. I do believe Vivek Ramaswamy will have a part in the campaign for the next 10 months um, and, and certainly possibly a position in the new administration. 
uh, where he can go to Trump University for four years. So he'll be ready to run uh, a much bigger and possibly successful campaign in 2028. But here is uh, uh, Rob Finnerty talking with Don Trump Jr. about who could be Donald Trump's running mate. And one of those people just happens to be Tucker Carlson. I would do whatever I could to make sure it wasn't Nikki Haley. But, uh, you know, like a Ron DeSantis, could I see? You're never going to rule out someone that is, you know, a leading contender. It doesn't mean that's who you go with. I could see other people that would be great. I'd love to see, you know, a J.D. Vance. I'd love to see a Tucker Carlson. I'd love to see, you know, people who are just principally, uh, you know, in alignment as well as, like, aggressive. I, you, you actually need a fighter. The Republicans in Washington, D.C. are 100% we need a fighter. Weak. You can have the House, the Senate, and they'll still roll over. It Don, matter. is your dad serious uh, about Tucker Carlson? Are those rumors serious? I would imagine, you know, listen, that's clearly it would be on the table, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're very friendly. I think they agree on virtually all of these things. They certainly agree on stopping the never-ending wars. Uh, and so, you know, I, I would love to see that happen. And, you know, that, that would certainly be a contender. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of you know Tucker Carlson, TV host. I mean, he's incredible. I love Tucker Carlson. I'm, I'm subscribed to his uh, his new uh, uh, you know platform and all that. But no, no, you know, it's like it's like. Uh, I mean, if he was, I'd say hell yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd shake the would turn the world upside down. And Democrats' heads would blow up and everything. Carrie Lake would do the same thing. I I personally like Byron Donalds. I I like Christy Nome. I like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, but she's very deep into rescuing uh, Arkansas, doing a kick-butt job, taking Arkansas from like 45th in the country with education to top five. Remarkable. Brought up the base salary for teachers from 35K to 50K. Changed everything overnight. It's getting all this woke nonsense out of the schools. She's amazing. She's amazing. Uh, let's see, who else? Byron Donalds. Kaboom. Elise Stefanik. Why not? They've got a deep bench. Democrats don't have a deep bench. Not not one little bit. So so who knows? Last night, uh, Donald Trump made an appearance on, uh, on Hannity. And um, oh, I just want you to listen to a few things here about uh, the, the president, uh, inflation, and, and his message versus Joe Biden's message, which is Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. Donald Trump is Hitler. Donald Trump is this. Donald Trump is that. And, and what's going to happen now? And, and I like the fact that the, that the president is kind of softening some edges. I like it when he's gruff. I like it when he take, calls people stuff. I, I, think I like it when he takes people to, to task. I like the cage fighter. I really do love that. That's what I love about Donald Trump, other than his policies. But, um, but, but he's kind of softened a little bit so he could say, hey, hey, like he did to black people the last election. He says, what more do you have to lose? And now we know. But here is the uh, president talking about Joe Biden and why he's so frightening. Away from the people. Now, Biden is a threat to democracy. He's an absolute yeah. threat to democracy. He's very dangerous for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's grossly incompetent, which is the number one reason. But he's also actually in his own way. It's not him. It's the people that surround him. You got some very bad people surrounding him at that desk. You have people running the Department of Justice surrounding him. Yes. They're young and they're smart and they're communists and they're Marxists and they're fascists. And they're running this country. They're running it right into the ground. 100%. I talked about that yesterday when you had the former uh, head of the NASA Space Agency, or the, the Space Force, I should say, saying that Marxism is deeply embedded in the DOD. 100%. This DEI stuff, that's what it is. 
That's what it is. And Donald Trump is going to end all of that crap when he gets in office. And then there's inflation. And this is something, honestly, you can't say enough about inflation, guys. You know this as well as I do. Price of used cars has gone up 40%. You tried to buy a used car lately. You used to get a, a, a high-mileage used car, maybe for your kid in high school, for five grand. You can't get a decent used car for under 10 grand now. And if you want a low-mileage, uh, relative, you know, 2019, 2020, it, it's stupid expensive. And then when you finance it, at 9, 10, 11, 12, 14%, it's even worse. And then when you go to the grocery store, I know this. I do all the shopping. I know exactly what everything cost. Chicken breast in Walmart three years ago, $1.88 a pound. That's it. Now, $3.29 on sale. That is more than 50% increase. I know this. I do the shopping. Produce is the same way. But here's Donald Trump talking about inflation. Because their economy has been terrible. The inflation is destroyed. Anybody that made even a little more money, even a lot more money, it more than got eaten alive by inflation. When yes. you look at the price increases of, of energy, of housing, and I, I mean rental housing. I looked the other day. Rents are in obscene. It's up almost 51%. Uh, the cost of bacon quadrupled. Yep. All of these things. I mean, food costs, clothing costs. It's so much that no matter what you're making, it doesn't matter. You know, inflation is known over the years, over hundreds of years. It's known as a country buster. It breaks countries. It yes. broke Germany. It broke a lot of countries. We've had the worst inflation we've had, I think, in 78 years. You know, they say 52. It's probably more than 78. I've never seen anything like this in my life. You know, I've been uh, I've been around uh, 58 years. I've never seen anything like this. You know, I'm used to you know subtle changes. You know, a couple of years you kind of notice that pop tarts are no longer a dollar 35; they're a dollar 89 now. They're 229, whatever the hell. You know, but I've never seen anything like this. Just boom! Just every time you go to the store, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa! What the hell just happened? I mean, seriously, you you know what I'm talking about? It is it is shocking. I mean, I, I will literally have enough groceries to maybe fill the bottom of the cart at Walmart. Yeah, I shop at Walmart. I also shop at uh, Aldi, and I shop at Sam's, and I go to Costco, and a whole bunch of different places. But, you you know, fill the bottom of the cart for $150. Uh, you know, my old uh, trips to Sam's Club, where I'd go uh, uh, once a month for the family, used to spend about $400, uh, you know, which is a lot of money, $600 now, $600 now. And then there's this. Listen to this. I want you to listen to this. Donald Trump tried something with drug testing that was amazing. It was amazing. And you look at, you know, Joe Biden going in office, blowing up the value of the biggest pharma, pharma giants in the world, uh, you, you know, with the COVID mandates and all of that stuff. I won't get into it right now. But this is something Donald Trump did. And this means a lot. If you know somebody who has cancer or a terminal illness, and I have known three people in the last four years who've died of terminal illnesses. Listen to this. We rebuilt our military, Sean. We did everything, even right to try. You know what right to try is if you know, you're able to use some of these incredible new uh, drugs that they're making, uh, bio drugs and other drugs, and people's lives are being saved. You never could do it. You'd have to go to Asia. You'd have to go yeah. to Europe, different places all over the world. Now you get them here, and that was a hard thing. They, 58 years they tried to get that. If you were terminally ill, they didn't want to give you a drug, even if they thought it might work, because they said, we don't want to hurt the people. I said, no, no, they're terminally ill. We're going to do something, and we got it done. And it might expedite a cure.
Huh. And it was not easy either because the drug companies, nobody wanted it. The country didn't want it. They were worried about liability. People now sign a document. There's no liability and they can take these drugs. And Sean was saving thousands and thousands of lives. It's been an amazing miracle. I think it's great. And honestly, with terminally ill people, why not? A- why, why the heck not? Why the heck not? Uh, one other bite here. This is uh, okay because you know Joe Biden is uh, call, you know went to went to uh, Valley Forge, and then last year he went to Independence Hall, and he called half of the country mega fascist enemies of democracy. That's that's what they're doing. So they're they're demonizing half the country. You and me, we're the enemy of the state of his state. We are the enemy. There's no doubt about it. You and I are the enemy of the state. Don't believe me. Uh, I've got the audio from Jim Jordan about the federal government looking at your receipts if you went to Gabala's or Bass Pro, because that's where you buy guns. A lot of you do. So we'll get to that. But here is uh, uh, Donald Trump, the opposite of Joe Biden, about bringing the country together. And when we do come together, it's going to be glorious. Within the Republican Party, I want to bring unity. And within the nation, I want to bring unity. And, you know, unity is going to come from success because... When we had this country prior to COVID and then even after COVID, but especially prior to COVID, the China virus coming in, we had the most successful country ever in history. There's never been anything like it, what we did. And you know, the other side was calling me and they were coming to me. They wanted to talk. It was all coming together. Success will bring everybody under the same tent. Absolutely. Let's take a break. Fawny Willis goes after her lover's ex-wife. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's on the way. And this, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. So, uh, you ever been cheated on? I'll, I'll just say to the ladies, you ever been cheated on before? You know how you feel about the other uh, the other woman, right? Well, Fonnie Willis is the other woman. And uh, Fonnie Willis claimed the uh, wife of her alleged lover was interfering with the prosecution of former President Donald Trump in a court filing. She decided to distract. Jocelyn Wade, the wife of Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor, Willis hired uh, her Paramore previously accused her estranged husband of hiding several thousand dollars in income and leaving her in dire financial need. Well, he he was he didn't have the money. He was spending on vacations with Fawny Willis. <laughs> That's what it was. Willis accused Wade of seeking to uh, harass her, according to a motion to quash the subpoena reviewed by the Daily Caller News Foundation. Jocelyn Wade is using the legal process to harass and embarrass District Attorney Fawny Willis. No, she's doing it on her own. She is doing it on her own. This is a, uh, a report from Fox Atlanta. County District Attorney Fonnie Willis claims that her special prosecutor's estranged wife is using the legal process to try to harass and embarrass her. So let's take you back. To I don't know if we should use the words harass in one uh, in this story. You up. This all started when the attorney for Michael Roman, one of Trump's... I'm sorry, I meant the word harass co-defendants in the Fulton County election meddling case filed a motion to dismiss claiming D.A. Willis was in a relationship with Nathan Wade, whom she hired as a special prosecutor in the case. He was very special. He offered her some great goods and services. Willis has not denied the relationship, saying she'll address the matter through the court system. In the meantime, Wade's estranged wife, Jocelyn, subpoenaed Fonnie Willis in her divorce case. Willis's attorney yesterday 
filed a motion asking a judge to throw out that subpoena, suggesting Jocelyn Wade is apparently conspiring with Michael Roman to obstruct and interfere with the Trump case. Yeah, that's what it is. Sure, sure. Now you're a fraud. Fonnie Willis, you're a fraud. You're taking tax money. You took $14 million from the DOJ to start the process three years ago, and you just decided to hire your boyfriend. Yeah, you hired your boyfriend the day after, the day before he filed for divorce. <laughs> this is so rich. This is so rich. So a Georgia judge, by the way, is ordering a hearing into the, uh, the, the con- misconduct, the alleged misconduct. Uh, Georgia Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee scheduled a hearing for February 15th or the day after Valentine's Day. Stop it! Ordered Willis to respond to the allegations in writing by February the 2nd, according to the Washington Post. And uh, Trump co-defendant Mike Roman made the accusations in court filing earlier this month. This is uh, Mike Davis of the Article 3 Project talking about uh, what's up next for funny. At a minimum... Uh, Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr must do their job under the Georgia Constitution and under Georgia statute and open a criminal probe on Fannie Willis to figure out whether Wouldn't these allegations... be the first time that Fannie's been probed. ...allegations are true or not true. She hasn't denied them. Uh-uh. She went to that church and she blamed racism. Oh, yes, racism. She blamed everything else, but she uh, <laughs> didn't deny the fact that she illegally hired her secret boyfriend for a... Yeah, this is what happens when you're morally and intellectually bankrupt. Karma catches up to you. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up at hour number two, if you shop at Dick's Sporting Goods or Cabela's, the FBI is tracking your purchases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The reason why the FBI hasn't found the uh, pipe bomber from January the 6th and Mike Johnson kicks the budget can down the road. You thought he was different, didn't you? That's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 